plant medicines. We're going to talk about plant medicines today because I just did a bunch of plant medicines and I have some things that I would really like to share. Things that even though I've done thousands, at least a thousand plant medicine ceremonies, not all ayahuasca, um, I really come to acknowledge three main keys and elements that I want to share with you. Humility, bravery, curiosity. If you can go into a plant medicine ceremony without being so blown away by the novelty of it, and you can really hold these three key elements in there, and the to each of them I have three points that I would like to make that might help you understand why these are super valuable, then I think you will take your plant medicine experiences to a whole new level. And you may actually do some healing that you've been looking for. You may actually do some growing and some opening that you've desperately needed. And last thing I'll say is don't worry about pressing that like button. I want to see if we can get zero likes on this one. And I'm not joking. Actually, I'm bucking back against this needing to do everything based upon the algorithm. I know that we won't get to zero because at least I have this experience from plant medicine telling me, say this, say don't hit the like button and you will, you'll get far fewer likes. But what you'll actually get is people engaging differently. So there's two types of people. One, they're going to click the like button because they're rebels. And to those rebels out there, I salute you. Don't not be you. You got to do what you got to do. The others are the ones who didn't listen. They compulsively click like, but they're not paying attention. They're not really focused and aware. That's the one I'm asking you to really, really focus on. Don't be the one who clicked like when you really would have not clicked like had you actually been more present and listened. So that's why I'm belaboring this point. With that being said, we're going to talk about plant medicines. We're going to talk about humility, bravery, and curiosity here on Waking Infinity Minutes. back and I want to hop right into this because there's a lot of stuff to cover and basically what I want to say is I was in Costa Rica for two weeks did a plant medicine ceremony you probably saw my last waking infinity share where I was saying I was obliterated I was in a nihilistic space almost where I was not believing anything anymore not that I was actively thinking that everything I believed before was false but I didn't know where to place value in this new world and I felt this door opening very wide for me. So that was the interesting thing and I want to share what I believe even after a thousand, a thousand ceremonies in the past asking for real growth, expansion, healing, all that. I feel like these three elements, humility, bravery, and curiosity were the integral key. But they were not keys that I hadn't tried before. They were simply keys that I was not putting enough of an intention on the front end and going through the oncoming of the psychedelic experience with this intention in mind. If you really keep to an intention, it may veer you into a different direction, but if you really keep to it and you ask a lot of questions instead of saying, I must hold this intention. No, you just keep coming back to the question. Is what I'm seeing here part of 
this intention? Is what I'm seeing here part of this intention? And if it's not, it's okay as it is. You're not trying to manhandle the experience. The experience is having you as much as you are having it. So with that being said, let's get straight to it. If you can, in a psychedelic experience, not be so fascinated by how altered you are, but actually go in with a purpose, you will do far more work. I personally have this belief. So let's start with humility. The first part of it is admit that you don't know certain vital things about yourself. If you can admit that there are aspects of yourself that you don't know, that's the first step towards the, using the humility key. When you use the humility key, you bring yourself more down to earth and that's where real work can start happening. Admit that you don't know certain things about yourself and those parts are vital. So this is part of number two. Once you've admitted that you don't know everything about yourself, affirm that what you don't know, even if it's like, oh, well, I pretty much know everything, but there's, there's this one little thing I don't know. The universe exists in there. Like, don't get caught up in ratios. Oh, I know 99% of everything, but, you know, there's this 1% I don't get. Don't get caught up in the measuring it. Take a look at the one part you don't know and affirm that there is a universe of value in there. And that's what you came to explore. Number three, ask the medicine to reveal these things to you. So you can affirm, and this is part of the attention intention going in, you admit that you don't know everything and you affirm that that has great value, that you want to focus on what you don't know about yourself, not what you do know. Then in that, you ask the medicine, reveal these things to me. Show me who I don't know that I am. And as you hold that intention through there, then even ask the medicine to reveal what are the take-home tips because I want to integrate how I've humbled myself here. I want to integrate that into my life because most of what the medicine will show you are things that are part of your daily life and they're part of your habits and your patterns. Maybe they're things that happened long ago that you're still holding on to, but the thing is, is it happened long ago. The thing that happened isn't the thing that's harming you. It's the you holding on to it part. So you have to really realize that we think like, oh, this thing happened to me way back in the past and that's what's hurting me. No, it's not that. That is gone. People heal from this stuff all the time. The thing that's not allowing you to be healed is you holding on to it. So it, it doesn't need to keep bringing you back to the moment. It needs to bring you to the habit. How do I change these patterns? How do I heal from them? How do I grow? How do I expand? Okay, number two is bravery. First thing is, it's one thing to stand in the power of your strength because bravery comes from power. It, it is a power. It's a superpower. But when you stand behind your strengths in plant medicine, you're not really focusing on what can be better. You're hiding the things that can be better behind the things that you're more confident in. Like Braveheart. I know I can go into battle. Why? Because I've fought a hundred fights and I've slayed them all. So I'm going to bring that same me into plant medicines. Show me where I need to heal and I'll fucking slay you. 
is what most people feel. Like, I was so brave, I wasn't afraid of anything. No, bravery is not the absence of fear. Bravery is doing the right thing, no matter what, even if there's fear. Number two, let's say if you need to confront more. You need to confront life, or you need to confront people, or set boundaries and things like that. Some people do it in ways where they're like, well, I'll say anything. I will speak my mind to anybody. I'm not afraid of what they will say back to me. That's not bravery. That's also a tactic. That's actually not bravery. And it's also not brave to hide from confrontation. Bravery is stepping into that fray, knowing that it's a vulnerable space. Because vulnerability is not weak. It's not cowardice, right? It's saying, I don't need my armor. I know who I am. And yes, this is a raw, vulnerable space. But what I'm really doing is I'm not telling you what I think of you. I'm finding resonance between us. I'm speaking these keys that will unlock some resonance. And deep down inside, we, we get too intellectual and too heady when the simplicity is, is, is the heart resonating or not. And if it's the other side really resisting, it's not not you. You can also find different ways to communicate and hold the space for somebody who's got something tender and vulnerable that they're dealing with. So just speaking your mind and how well you can verbalize it or how, how brilliant you may feel you are might not be anything in comparison that the content may be right of what you're saying, but the context is, are you holding this person? Can you see where they're really at? Or do you just think they're listening to you? You have to really, really, really know this. If you're trying to be brave and confront something that you haven't confronted yet, it's not about being brave like Braveheart with a sword in your hand. It's about putting the armor down and saying, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. This brings me to number three in the bravery category. Ask the medicine to show how you must die and then face it with gratitude. Again, like gratitude is part of this vulnerability. You can have gratitude that, you know what? Yeah, there's a little fear, but I can feel it waning. Every piece of armor that I take off, every interesting, clever tactic that I use, ways to hide who I really am, I can put that down and be actually truly raw and vulnerable. And that doesn't happen by trying to be right all the time. It actually happens by knowing that you are wrong. In that universe that you don't know about yourself, you are wrong. That's how you become humble. It takes a lot of bravery to be humble. It really does. And so if you can bring humility, I don't know certain things and I want help to medicine, and then you bring bravery. I'm ready to face it. That bravery helps you stay humble. It doesn't help you become a master. I slayed the dragon in my ayahuasca ceremony. It's like, great, did you learn anything? Uh, you know, your kids still need your attention. You still need to uh, build that business so you can feed your family. Your friends, there's a rift going on. What's that all about? Slaying the dragon in an ayahuasca ceremony, awesome. Did you do any, did you bring any of that wisdom home in a practical, humble sense? By the way, the word humble, hummus, the ground, the earth. Bring yourself back down to the ground. Make it practical. That's where integration really helps. So that's bravery. And the last one is curiosity. 
If you come to ceremony with a full cup, you will not leave fulfilled. If you come with all these ideas and all these concepts and you're not willing to surrender any of them, if you're not willing to lay any of them down, if you leave just as convinced by yourself and wonder like, ah, uh, I guess the medicine is not really helping. Maybe you didn't let the medicine help you. And sometimes the medicine will just smack you around and, and you'll be humbled whether you came with an ego or not. But sometimes ego can withstand it and that's the best way to avoid real healing is to come with a full cup thinking, I already know what this is about. Just add cool shit to my already cool repertoire of you know awesomeness. No. Put it all in the fire. The only thing that will remain afterwards is who you really are. You will be far more humble and far more brave because you will know who you are. You won't be hiding behind some false armor, some facade. So that's number one in curiosity. Number two is ask questions and don't be so convinced by by your ideas. When you come and you want to do work, a lot of people think that's very active and projective. Real work is actually listening. Real work is listening. A lot of us think that we're here to fix other people's problems. And yeah, I probably got a few things, but forgive me, right? We're looking for forgiveness from the outside so so we don't have to change. So we don't have to grow. People love us. They want to see us become better versions of ourselves. Why? Because that inspires them to get more real about the shit that they're denying about themselves. Telling them coming and saying like, this is who you are, that doesn't help. Revealing who you are helps in the curiosity side of things for them to be like, whoa, they're going through a transformation and I hear the way that they are really curious. They're asking questions. They're not making so many statements. I want to do the same. I want to ask you some questions. You see how that invites you to lean in? But when you make a bunch of proclamations, it's like war. I proclaim this. Okay, who are you to proclaim that? Now your ego is in the way of some real communication. You ask some questions, I can answer those questions. Now don't go hog wild with it because some people are like, dude, what's up with all the questions? Are you a cop? Ask some relevant questions and then, then you can make a statement. Yeah, the reason I ask is because I'm really looking for help in this area. I feel confused. I know, I feel like I know this. But then there's something that's off because it doesn't land the way that I want. Like, can you, can you just shed some light if you have any? Can you help me with this? That's humility and it's brave. And it's by being curious. So ask more questions. Don't be so convinced about your ideas and make a bunch of proclamations. Ask these questions. Find inspiration in acknowledging where you can improve. That inspiration part is really, really critical. And then As you find inspiration, curiosity can bring out, what am I inspired by, by facing my pain, by facing that thing that happened to me all the way back then, by facing this thing that keeps happening to me now, by facing this inability to move out of this rut that I'm in. How does, how does this process of acknowledging it inspire me? And when you find your inspiration, you realize that's your art, that's your work to be done. It's really exciting, not scary, actually, at that point. And then when you do that, you ask for what are the ways I can root this into my life? How can it take root? 
gestures. This is what the, not gestures, gestures. This is what the medicine really showed me. You find people and circumstances where there's a rift, where there's like discord, where there's something that's, that's in need of further resonance. And you give gestures of bravery and humility and curiosity. Because when you can bring those three things that you brought into medicine that helped reveal what you don't know, helped reveal how you can improve it, how you can be brave in facing it, and then also in your curiosity, it not just helped you with the medicine, but if you bring those three keys back home and employ them as gestures to other people, that's how these three keys and the medicine starts to stay alive in you the entire time. And this is how you begin to live and become the lessons rather than just preach it when you get home. Because there's nothing worse than somebody getting home from plant medicine saying, I know the answers. You're like this. You need to do that. Right? I'm the Messiah. That happens a lot. It happens to people who don't even, they know that's a thing that happens, but they don't realize that what they're doing is actually that cloaked in different words. The best thing to do, ask a lot of questions. Ask for help. Be brave in that way. Don't be brave in standing up to people unless that's really the core thing that you found in medicine. You need to stand up for yourself and set these boundaries. Then yes, there are beautiful ways to do that and there are horrific ways to do that. The difficulty, the bravery, isn't by being brave heart with a sword and slaying your enemies. It's by bringing the right resonance to the situation. That's at least my take. I hope this lands well with y'all. Go over to benjosephstewart.com and the deeper dive that I'll post tomorrow is going to be about really how to craft your own psychedelic ceremony or plant medicine ceremony so you can find some of these deeper core seeds of wisdom inside you and how they can grow. So with that being said, I love you all and I'll catch you all next time on Waking Infinity News. 